What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Outbreak. Yeah, we haven't even been talking about anything to fuck guess. you up, Gobi. <laughs> Coronavirus. Uh, Coronavirus. Yes. Uh, and there it is. Uh, yes. Everybody talk about it. It's wonderful. It's great. It's everywhere. You know, like three weeks ago on the podcast, when the roundtable was, <laughs> what video game world do you want to live in? Whichever one of you motherfuckers said Plague Inc. can go to hell. <laughs> Absolutely. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, knew we, I knew we beat on you for a reason, Zero. You have terrible ideas. Get yeah, coronavirus. Coronavirus. We're, we're, yeah, we're joined tonight by uh, uh, Go Before to uh, Masami Omega Constraints Zero Burn, and I am your host, Doctor Niggle. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> how are you all doing tonight? Coronavirus. He's determined uh, to uh, to include the words of uh, a viral nature into every sentence for the first five minutes of this podcast. That's so right. Be... Why not? Coronavirus. Yeah, well, coronavirus. I mean, he's trying to make this podcast go viral, coronavirus. That, that was <laughs> Thank you for stealing my goddamn pun. Coronavirus. <laughs> Laundry's done. Laundry's done. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically everything's canceled because of coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> Everything is canceled. Coronavirus has been canceled. <laughs> Going out in public has been canceled. Uh, E3 has been canceled. The news has been canceled. There is no news. This podcast has been canceled because of coronavirus. <laughs> but yet somehow we're still here, you know, because talking to each other is not infectious. More viral for some reason. We're like that we're like that crazy annoying guy on the radio in the division. Agent, does this look like coronavirus to you? <laughs> no. Uh the other the other idiot on the radio all the time. You know, the conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. <laughs> this looks like fucking coronavirus to me. Damn government. <laughs> Much better. Uh, Take your word for yeah. it. Yeah. So, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm pretty sick and tired of the coronavirus already. So, anything but from here on out. I think we got it out of our system. Coronavirus. Wait, it's always got to be unique. Did Gobi just say that he was sick and tired of coronavirus? I did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That was absolutely weak. Yeah. It's like the the eighth time that we've done that joke. Yeah, and and now if you're expecting anything Star Wars, Star Trek, or The Witcher, I'm sorry, but no spoilers yet from us. Yeah, we uh we can't talk. We're we're gonna talk about whatever media that we like that we are we've been enjoying, but we can't talk about Star Wars because Gobi hasn't seen the last movie. We can't talk about Star Wars because it's or Star Trek because it's it is Star Wars and it just infuriates me. And we can't talk about The Witcher because Zero hasn't seen The Witcher. <laughs> so uh, welcome, lame Zero, for the unentertainingness of this podcast. I hey, we can still <laughs> talk about uh, Lost in Space. I mean, the robot's still a badass. <laughs> Toss your Netflix credentials to zero. <laughs> a valley of plenty. <laughs> what up, Spade? <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna turn Spade all the way down. We're not gonna deal with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if he's here. No, he's watching television underwater, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi, Spade. We're joined by Spade live from the moon where he has found water. This is or a truly a great day. There's an eight minute delay in everything that we say. And um, yeah, he's he's on a cell phone. Somehow there's 4G reception on the moon, but we're not getting into that. Science. So what's the third, what what is the first thing that we're talking about? Also, Masami, put yourself on uh, push to talk, please. Yes, yes, sir. Don't let him talk to you yeah. like that. Take his shit. We already we, tra- we tried we tried to checks before. Oh, there. What we had spade for a moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had. 
<laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, perfect. What's the first thing we were going to talk about? Turtle Odyssey. Uh... Turtle Odyssey is a great little documentary about a turtle who is born... Uh, some, somewhere in the Australian, uh, region. And, uh, it's all about this baby turtle who, uh, grows up, and we learn all about the life cycle of a turtle, and the entire thing is narrated by Russell Crowe, and it's adorable. It's a goddamn adorable. Fucking watch this. <laughs> That's all I got. It's the, it's the cutest thing I've seen. It's the cutest thing that I've seen so far this year. Ah. <sighs> All right, fair enough. I mean, it came out two years ago, but I could understand why it might have taken you two years to find this this gem. Oh wait, hold on a second. We're not talking about coronavirus anymore. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, that was all I had. What's this? Uh, this Wind River is this the? Uh, Wind River is actually a, an interesting movie that I uh, happened upon shortly after it came out. Um. It's oh, about, yeah. It's about a murder on a Native American uh, uh, reservation in Alaska, and it's got Hawkeye and uh, whatever. Jeremy Renner. Whatever, yeah, Jeremy Renner and the Olsen sister, who isn't one of the twins. Is she really in there? Yep, she plays the FBI agent. This is a it's a good movie. It's like half or yeah, it's a ninety minute movie. It feels a, a little, a little bit longer than that because I was, I don't know. It's it's a good story. It's an engaging Olsen? story. No, I I see this. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really good story. Uh, the rifle at the end, that rifle shot at the end is pretty sick. Oh yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner has a a very cool gun, very cool rifle, which I believe is what is it a Magnum? What does it shoot? Oh. It shoots a fucking elephant round, but I don't uh, think it's a fifty I, cal. No, I want to say it's a uh, forty-four something. Um, great. Now I got to actually think. Uh, it's not a common. And this dead no, air yeah. is really going to bring in viewers. Yeah, that's right. Well, feel free to uh, bust in here with something that you enjoyed watching, Omega. Oh, there's uh, some actual gaming news. Uh, Microsoft released the specs for the Xbox uh, Series X today. What's a Series X? It's the next Xbox. What's an Xbox? Uh, it's your X's box. Oh. <laughs> it's uh hey 4570 it yeah that's uh gonna use as in wind river is 4570 all right for anybody who's curious it's cool it's cool rifle all right so what's special yeah. about the the next box well uh the cpu is uh on par with the Ryzen 7 uh, 3700X, the GPU is going to be more powerful than uh, AMD's new RX 5700 XT. Uh, it's going to be pretty fucking powerful, it looks like. Like, this is looking like it might be the first console that, in terms of just raw power, could actually compete with uh, desktops. Desktops now. When is it scheduled for release? That's the next question. Uh, the end of this year, holiday season. I don't know if that's what Kobe says. I'll go with it. He said cool. last yeah. I heard. The PS5 is also supposedly coming holiday of this year, which makes sense because a lot of the games are holding releases now until that time. I'm assuming they're gonna probably come out early, early holiday release. I give it until about August before we're on the next generation of GTX cards. So yeah, it's a uh, eight core, three point eight gigahertz. Uh, the GPU is fifty two compute units at one point eight two five gigahertz. Uh, Sixteen gigabytes DDR six RAM. Uh, let's see, uh, a terabyte of storage with uh, an extra terabyte uh, expandable uh, expansion card. Uh, it supports external hard drives. Uh, 4K Blu-ray drive. 
and a performance target of 4K 60 FPS up to 120 FPS. Uh, pretty yeah. solid. Does it have Does it have the internet's? <laughs> uh, Dial-up modem. Dial-up modem. That's some sweet shit. How about the blue teeth? Does it have any of them? Nope. Two. Actually, it might. I don't know. I didn't read the press release. I'm just going by previous generations. Xbox not known for its Bluetooth connectivity. Well, I went to the uh, Xbox blog post and Control F Bluetooth, and nothing showed up. So I'm going to guess no. Well, I mean, at least yeah. it's got that dial-up, <laughs> right? It's got that going for it. At least we so know we... something about it. I don't think yeah. we know anything about the PS5. No, well, it is. It's still super early for it, so it's it's cool that they're releasing specs. But yeah, end of the year, Christmas season, or holiday season. Yeah, at this point, at this point, when they were getting ready to release the, what they called the Project Scorpio at the time, or the 1X, we had no specs. So they're actually ahead of where they were at this point in the last generation. Well, at least they learned from their mistakes. Does it support 8K is the question on everyone's mind. Mm. No. What? Uh, if it's running a card similar to the 5700 XT, as much as I love my 5700 XT, I don't see it pushing 8K. I mean, it would be, I would say, hard-pressed to push 4K at 60 frames per second. On a lot of games out there, so. But no, I mean they've got this. The next generation of consoles, they've got to be at least 4K compatible. Right. Yeah, I would say it can push 4K 30 frames per second all day long. Uh, you know, 2K can easily do 60 frames per second all day long. But. Are you yeah. talking the Xbox still? No, the 5700 XT, which you said the graphics oh, gotcha, card in gotcha. the Xbox One X is, gotcha. you know basically compared to that and i own one so i can make comparison on how i can run games and stuff that way um the only thing i don't have is a ryzen which might help um the gpu performance because those cpus run really well but and i obviously have an ancient cpu and needs to be upgraded omega threw an article out earlier this week about uh single core speed uh, with Intel's new generation of processor versus AMD. Apparently Intel is killing it. Yeah, Intel has uh, on this latest... Uh, I don't think it was a new processor. I'll double-check the article. No, it's the uh, 9 series. It's Yeah, it's like a new update to the 9 series is uh, made it so now, like... Oh, here we go. I found the article. It's like the top uh, Intel now has the top 34 places on Passmark's single-thread performance chart uh, thanks to a version 10 update. So uh, the highest AMD yeah. chip is number 35 with the Ryzen 3 4300U. Intel's been busy lately, actually. There were two uh, or three exploits for their processors discovered this year and they uh either patched them immediately or said that uh previous patches are available to apply so intel is having a busy year it's releasing new updates for its processors it's releasing security fixes i believe it has plans for another series other is there another nine series coming out to see i don't remember if that uh what article i read but Yay, Intel. I think that they saw AMD putting out the Ryzen processors and were like, ah, shit, uh, it's time to make people notice us again. Well, this is, <laughs> this is how competition in the marketplace is supposed to work. Yeah, it's supposed and, to be back and forth. Know, this, is, this is a rare win for capitalism. This is like, yeah, good. Competition is pushing these, the technology and these companies forward. And, you know, for the way things have been going lately, like, it's nice to see that... Uh, you know, now it's 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 back to a fight. You know, when it was Intel dominated for so long, kind of stagnated, and then AMD came out, 
got back in the game. So yeah, now Here it's up are. to AMD uh, to come out with a, pro uh, a product that's even better, that's superior to these uh, Intel products, and come out with it for cheaper. So go AMD, go. Yeah. Well, now with uh, AMD, I mean, now they're out, the fight over GPUs is also heating up again, and yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's only going to be good for gamers. Yeah, I mean, AMD also did release new uh, <coughs> mobile cards as well, too, or CPU ch uh, chipsets, uh, the forty nine fifty and the forty eight fifty, I think. Uh, so those are going to be in laptops. I'm assuming they're going to be with like a Vega 9 or something, or hopefully they can get something similar to the 5700 XT's performance into a laptop to really be able to compete, because right now their laptop GPUs are really lagging behind uh, NVIDIA's. Uh, they don't, the 560 just never competed with what it should have in the mobile market. I haven't seen more uh, than two episodes of Lost in Space of season two. But I kind of really? stopped watching. Yeah, I kind of stopped watching because the Dr. Smith character is still <laughs> terrible and it, it just got on my nerves too much. I still love uh, the family, though. The family's fucking fantastic. Except yeah, for the mom. I, I, the mom. What the hell uh, is the mom thinking? Like, no, I didn't read your screenplay, sweetie. What the fuck? Why not? <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, my biggest disappointment with season two is it takes so long for the robot to get introduced. Um, and they do try and throw a couple tricks at you to like make you think you know who the bad guy is, and then he's not the bad guy, which is fun and whatever. Uh, but the end of season two was kind of like a what the fuck moment. Um, it's really, I'm really interested to see where they're going to take season three. Um, but is you Dr. should Smith probably dead? watch. If Dr. Smith is dead, then I'll watch season three. I'll finish season two and watch season three. I, <sighs> fuck it, spoilers. Um, I'm about 98% sure she's dead. Okay, Elizabeth. cool. Uh, but you need to watch and you definitely, you got to put up with her. Um, uh, she does get slightly better towards the end of the seasons. But uh, as you meet more of the robots, um, the show gets more interesting. Yeah, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm very much looking forward to season three. It's a, a fun take on the old story, I think. And uh... I mean, do we go up full end spoilers here? Well, no, I still want Doc to enjoy watching season two. Uh, yeah, yeah there, there's a there's a there's a pretty big uh, thing at the end that I was. It's called a really laughed at. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those like you kind of laugh like that's ironic, and I didn't see that coming at all. And it's refreshing to have a TV show do that. I don't usually get that done to me. It was nice. What I did uh, start watching, I actually rewatched the entirety of The Expanse, seasons one through three, and then I watched season four. So that that was uh, I I was very worried about what they were going to do with season four because they wrapped it up perfectly in season three, and it was a great place to just stop the show and have those three seasons, and that would have been pretty special. So I thought, you know, why, why continue, why, you know, keep on going with season four? Just, you know, enjoy, enjoy what you have. Uh, but season four was pretty good. So yeah, if you haven't seen The Expanse, maybe start watching The Expanse. Season one is fucking amazing. And then season two is pretty good. Season three is pretty good. Season four is pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I restarted. I started watching Eureka again. No Eureka. Yeah, I've never seen Eureka. What's that about? Uh, it's where you put. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's comic go because there's all these really super smart people. It's like the smartest people on earth all live in one town and they all work at Global Dynamics, 
and they make all this really fancy stuff and yet something always goes wrong and the only person who ever saves them is this average joe of a sheriff who has no brains other than common sense <sighs> any other daughter Yep. It's basically an object lesson in that sometimes common sense is worth more than all the smarts of the world, but it's really <laughs> entertaining to be perfectly honest. I have seen Nice. It is quite funny. I mean, I did not sell it well, but it's all that makes it very ironic and extremely funny, and the actors do a pretty good job, too. Of course, it's a sci-fi show, so it's tied into the same universe as Warehouse 13. They even did a couple of crossovers. Again, another really good show on sci-fi. Especially if you like steampunk TV shows. Yeah, apart from that, I mean, apart from some topics that we can't get into, not I don't know of a lot of other interesting sci-fi that's coming out. Uh, oh, Westworld Season 3 has started up, which I'm not... I, I was I really enjoyed Westworld season one. I thought season two was kind of unnecessary, so I'm not really enthused for season three. But I might check that out. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember season two. I watched it, but I don't remember <laughs> yeah. it. I remember season one. <laughs> I'm gonna season need one. to rewatch it. Season one was fucking fantastic, but yeah. I'm oh my god, you. season one was season one was completely amazing in every way, and then season two. I, I definitely remember watching it, but I I don't remember more than like a few like photos like like still frames of various scenes. I don't remember the story, I don't remember the plot, I don't remember any of that shit. So yeah, it's all suffice it to you. say it did not uh make a lasting impression. I remember they, they went to Japan world. Yep. Nope. That was about it. That's pretty much... Uh, in, uh, well, no, okay, I remember they uncovered the whole... the purpose behind the park. Like, the whole reason that the thing existed in the first place. Uh, I remember that. And I remember it was yeah, a very... Yeah. It was a fascinating concept. It was a very well-explored concept that they went through. I appreciated that. Um, I don't really remember anything else about it, except for... Who is it? Dolores? Yeah, Dolores became, became just uh, insufferable. Total, <laughs> total bitch. Uh, Self-righteous bitch. Fucking hated that. Which is a shame, because her character was so fucking good in season one. <laughs> uh -huh, the depression. <clears throat> uh, I'll say that Maeve was super badass. Yeah, okay, the character of Maeve got even two. better. Yes, I do remember that much. So oh, that, that was so nice, and Anthony Hopkins had that scene where he talked to her. It was, uh, it was, yeah, that was Maeve was a good character in season two. Yeah, now that I'm talking about some some memories are coming back. Not many, but some. Maeve is uh, actually the reason that we know why the park exists in the first place. If I'm remembering that correctly, I might not be. This is unusual for me. Usually, I have very good memory with TV shows. Not this, apparently. I've never seen it, so I can't help you. Uh, Westworld enough of season one to be dangerous. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Westworld is a show about uh, there's a whole theme park and it's full of robots and you play out your wild west fantasies and these robots are you know like NPC characters and uh, yeah people go nuts and they do really despicable things because there are no consequences they're on vacation and that's that's pretty much the whole show. Cool. Probably won't be watching that one, but <laughs> so I'm I'm hunting around the internet for interesting gaming news that has nothing to do with the uh, the coronavirus, and apparently I have just found that the Navy has a professional esports team. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. What <laughs> games do they play? They're called Goats in Glory, and uh, they uh, are playing Fortnite. Uh oh <laughs> well disqualified though it makes and sense i am very i'm disappointed with our i was gonna services. guess call of duty it's basically yeah. a, a recruiting tool look call of duty huh. would have I, that's a bit more in character i would even would have accepted overwatch yeah i well the new call of duty is growing on me i i will admit 
I've been playing it a little more and uh, jumped back into a domination match with a guy I haven't played with since before I was a gunslinger um, today. Played some Dom with him. I used to play a bunch of Call of Duty with him back in the day. It was fun. It was good. He's on council. I'm on PC, so that's why we haven't played in a while, but it was fun. I know one or two hardcore FPS players in real life, and they seem to like it. Like I haven't heard anything negative about it from them. COD in general, that is. No, and uh, the new Warzone that just came out, um, which is their new Battle Royale that's free for everybody to play across all consoles and whatnot. Um, I haven't played it, but uh, yeah, the gameplay, the mechanics, they did pretty good. I mean, it's Call of Duty, so... You know, they're, they're usually pretty good. But this time, like, I was playing a multiplayer match, you know, domination, like I said. I don't usually play PvP, but um, I was... The, the hit detection was spot on. Um, I didn't feel like I was, you know, getting just hit detectors and not doing any damage. Like, it felt like my shots had weight and they were connecting. Um, so the net code was good. You know, the guns felt good. Um, yeah, they, they did really well. Plus, it looks pretty, too. Um, and it's cross-play, uh, which is nice, especially, you know, be, being on a PC with the controller. Um, every lobby I went into was all full of controllers, like, which was kind of nice. Yeah, so now you get to play with other people who are as bad as you are at it. hi Hey. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I usually play everything else against mouse and keyboard, so I was doing well because I'm used to playing against mouse and keyboard players, which surprisingly, you have to look out farther on PC than you do on console. That's the biggest difference I saw. I mean, you know, other than the mouse and keyboard, like, the distance of engagements is farther away on PC than it is on console. If that makes sense. Neat. Yeah. All my time for mixing. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out on PS4. It was a PS4 exclusive. It was, you know, got a bunch of rave reviews and stuff. And it was a pretty cool sci-fi game. And it showed up on Steam, like, last week or the week before. Um, I was actually interested in playing the game when it came out on PS4 because it looked cool. Um, are you, any of you guys interested or that a hard pass for you guys interested in what horizon Zero Zero dawn Dawn. like am i interested in buying a ps4 so i can play horizon zero dawn no no it's on steam oh it's on steam i thought you just said it was ps4 exclusive it was and but like a week ago it showed up on steam that you can like it's gonna be out on steam so like now that it's on pc is it something you're interested in? Because, I mean, obviously a couple of years ago, it was the sci-fi game when it came out. I mean... Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed this release. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Honestly, because it was a, a PS exclusive, I really didn't pay any attention to it. So <laughs> I might uh, I might give it another another view. Oh, interesting. The publisher is PlayStation Mobile. Yeah. yeah, the developer is Gorilla, but the publisher is PlayStation Mobile. Yeah, I watched Cozen play most of it. It's actually a pretty fascinating game, and the, the story is pretty good, so if you enjoy something with story, you like... Is there multiplayer? I don't believe so. So it's an action RPG? Oh, uh, no, female uh... protagonist, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't they just make games fun anymore? Why do they always have to make it a social issue? The, well, they don't. It's a scientific fact. Here. No, it's a scientific fact that games are more fun when the main protagonist is a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> Dr. Nil's trying to kill I us over here. I think that killed the stream. <laughs> I am known as a stream uh, killer. I, I, uh... So they're releasing it as a complete edition with expansions, bonus equipment, uh, extra, you know, like equipment packs and stuff. I wonder if, like, I wonder how much it's going to cost. 
Is this going to be like a $60 release or are they going to be like making you buy an $80 complete edition because the uh, Steam listing is for the complete edition? Okay, it's definitely going to be, it's a AAA release. Well, I'm just going to assume that it's a AAA release because PlayStation Mobile, I don't know fuck about them, but it's it's PlayStation. So they're going to have the $60 base version, the $59.99 version of the base game, and then they're going to have like the deluxe edition for $79.99, and then they're going to have the complete edition for $99.99. I'm just going to call it right now. That's how they're going to do it. Just like every single other AAA title release. Yeah. Uh, I probably, I'll say I'm going to go old here and go the ultimate edition will be 60 bucks. Like it's it's a two year old game at this point. Like it's not technically a new but, release. But it's been it's... remastered. It's been remastered for Steam, Gobi. Brand new content, new missions, uh, alternative I... hero skins. Yeah, I'm still going with sixty bucks, fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, actually, okay. Just breaking away from that because I'm scatterbrained. Here's something Omega might uh, <laughs> like this because we both are Deep Space Nine fans. So, um. So, I don't know if anybody remembers a movie called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that was about Jack Nicholson getting admitted to an insane asylum, and there was a sadistic nurse named Nurse Ratchet, and she was played by the <laughs> same actor who played Kai Wynn in uh, Deep Space Nine. So, there's a Netflix show coming out called Ratchet. It's due out this year, and it's about her, and I'm going to drop this photo uh, in the podcast channel. the role? No. Look who they got to play her. Where's the podcast channel? Where's the podcast channel? Wait, wait. There it is. Why do, why do I know her? Because it looks exactly like the woman who played Nurse Ratchet. That's pretty incredible casting. <laughs> That's insane. That that is insane. So yeah, new, uh, I'm not sure what they're gonna do or why there's an interest in revisiting that particular universe. But yeah, it's about the sadistic well, nurse ratchet. It's that's Sarah Paulson. That does not look like that, Sarah no, Paulson. No, that's not. That is not Sarah Paulson. Not in the image that they used, no. Yeah, Unless the article it's... that I'm using, or, or the article that I'm reading, severely fucked up its graphics. No, that is not Sarah yeah. Paulson. No, the, uh, <laughs> she, Sarah Paulson is playing Nurse Ratched. Alright, the article fucked up. I thought that was absolutely incredible when I saw that, but they have that mislabeled. <laughs> that's gotta be a picture of... Like, that's, that's gotta be a picture from the original One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Because... Oh, dude, I haven't even checked. Maybe they remastered One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because it's an HD picture. But, uh, yeah, Sarah Paulson's player. That, that's interesting. Sarah Paulson would also make a good Nurse Ratchet. If anybody remembers Sarah Paulson, she would be from uh, American Horror Story. I believe she's on yeah. the most of. <sighs> yes. Uh, she was also in Glass, if I remember correct. She was in Glass? Oh, did she play the she played the the therapist? Yep. Honestly, it's gonna be kind of weird seeing her as the nurse ratchet type character because in American Horror Story, most of her characters are very like she's very much like the victim and always like scared and in terrible situations and like crying and running and screaming a lot. Usually, so it's gonna be weird yeah. to see her as like a sadistic psycho bitch. Did you uh, did you watch uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse? Um, uh, I stopped uh, after. Yeah, I stopped after the season with the haunted house with where Kathy Bates thought that she was the butcher. Okay, yeah, that one was good, and then the one after that was Cult, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I stopped uh, after Cult. Okay, so Apocalypse she was the major victim. Yeah, Apocalypse. Um, she played. Wait, can you just say Apocalypse again? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shut up. Uh, Y'all are mean to me. Uh, we love your accent, though. Apocalypse. Yeah, well, well, there's like three so, extra syllables at the end of. Yes, Apocalypse. there is. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, okay. Um, <laughs> what's what's, so, apoc what's Apocalypse all about? 
I don't know. Um, so Mel Gibson movie. She plays a the leader of this one bunker that everybody is in, and she. You want to talk about sadistic? She is sadistic in that, and it's not even right what she does. I might have to check it out. Yeah, I keep on meaning to get back into American Horror Story, and then I I don't have any alcohol, and I'm like, wow, I've really got to go shopping for alcohol, and then I always forget, and it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, it sounds was like a work. good season, but I feel like it was very topical at the time, and I mean, I guess it's still sort of relevant, but uh... generally... American Horror Story is another it's another program I'd recommend to people I, I like that um, oh excuse me it's the corona I like that no season is uh, the same as the last season sometimes seasons refer back to a previous season but each one is sort of an isolated cell it's that kind of TV show where there's a different storyline for each season uh, usually utilizing the same cast but in uh, different roles Except for Sarah Paulson, I guess she, like, had, she had the victim character for two or three seasons in a row. Well, there's there's like a core cast, but I would say like about half the cast, if not more, is is new every season. But like there is a, a recurring core. And it's interesting to see the roles shuffle around like that, though. I, I will definitely say that um, Coven and murder house were probably my two favorite. And then hotel was pretty good because I I'm sorry, but lady gaga is she may be batshit crazy but she is hot okay we're, the... we're gonna yeah we're gonna disagree there but yes uh american horror <laughs> story hotel is the reason that was lady gaga's breakthrough performance and that's why the world knows lady gaga i missed most of the earlier seasons i started watching um Whichever was the one with Kathy Bates as the butcher. Yeah, Roanoke. Yeah. Roanoke, thank uh, you. That was a really good one. That was a great season. And then I went back and watched... Um, fuck, I can never remember the names of these seasons. Uh, what was what was the general thing going on in it? Uh, it was one of the ones that you guys just mentioned. Witches? Uh, yeah, was uh, it? Well, no. Uh, yeah, I did go back and watch Coven. That uh, I did watch that one. Did you watch and, the one uh, about the house that kills people? Oh no, I did not see Murder House. I saw Asylum, Coven, Freak Show. Uh, no, I missed Freak Show, and then I saw Ooh. Roanoke and Cult. You know what? Uh, uh, remembering Freak Show now, I got really happy when Michael Chiklis showed up. Anybody remembers yeah. Michael Chiklis? That's fine. Nobody oh, watched absolutely. The Shield back in back in the nineties. Oh, uh, dude, he, The he, Shield was the shit. That was a good shit. That was my one of my first serious cop drama shows. I couldn't believe that. First of all, there was nudity, and second of all, people said shit. That's how long ago the show was. Does anybody remember Breakout Kings? No. What is Breakout Kings? Uh, just a random TV show I used to watch. I remember when uh, NYPD Blue, that was a great cop show back in the day. They were one of the like first shows, like there was a big deal when they were going to do nudity in an episode on like live, uh, on, like, you know, network TV. Oh, they and showed a butt. It was fucking Dennis Franz's butt. <laughs> That's right. You were expecting uh, boobies and you got Dennis Franz's ass. Yep. And there was, uh, it was either probably later, a couple seasons later, they did show one chick's uh, boobs like silhouetted in the dark uh, while <laughs> she was uh, coincidentally sleeping with Dennis Franz. Um, but there was never like full frontal. How did that man get so much pussy? The mustache. Uh, story writers. <laughs> I, I like the mustache explanation better. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the Burt Reynolds excuse to always win. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's only certain few people that can pull that shit off. The rest of them just look like fucking creeps. Yeah. So wait, what? When? When was that? When was the ass on TV? What year? 
if we can ballpark it. This used to be, kids, this used to be a huge deal, seeing any kind of nudity on American television. Yeah, now, um, how many times did they show uh, Henry Calville topless Masami? Uh, good two, three or four? <laughs> there was one, okay, there was the hot tub, there was the bath, there was uh, the um, the prostitute scene, there was the uh, other, the love scene, there was the, um, help me out here, Masami, come on. You've seen these episodes at least as many times as I have. <laughs> I think you got most of them. Hey, that's definitely, those are the big ones that I remember. Oh yes, they're definitely um, big. What about the first episode where he's in the woods with a chick? Was that also was he also topless in one of those scenes? No, I don't think he was. Okay. Dennis Franz's butt was in 1995. Holy shit! There was new, there was a butt on American TV in 1995. That is that's huge. That's a landmark in American television. Compared to asses who podcast. Yeah, that's right. When did the Janet Jackson boob thing happen? It was like, two thousand. I want to say like two thousand six. Early two, yeah, that was early mid two thousands. I think it was in college. It's funny. I was listening to something the other day, and two thousand four. Uh, not nice. Yeah, wow. that year the FCC got one point six million complaints about the halftime show. They get that them every almost- year. But yeah, they, they got a ass ton that year. Yeah, <laughs> ass ton. There was also that was back when TiVo was a thing, and TiVo reported how many people did a rewind right at that moment, and they released that number. It is like the biggest simultaneous amount of rewinds ever in the history of TiVo. Now nobody remembers what TiVo is, and you know the world <laughs> is better for it. But at the time, that was a big thing. I like how they're still trying to, like, it's still known as the wardrobe malfunction when it was clearly completely deliberate. Justin Timberlake wanted to see that titty. No, like, for one thing, she's whipping, she's wearing nipple jewelry. For yep. another thing, the costume was designed with snaps. Like, it was meant to be pulled off. It was, it was, it, it was meant to be ripped off like it was. That was not an accident. That costume would not just fall apart accidentally. Like it uh, yeah, was what, completely deliberate. Well, I, I've often wondered that because I obviously have nothing better to do with my life. What was Justin Timberlake supposed to do there if not tear off that breastplate? Yeah. I, and why would she be wearing nipple jewelry? Like uh, it, <laughs> it was, it, it was nipple armor. Like, <laughs> like it, it was completely deliberate. And anybody pretending otherwise or believing that their excuse was legitimate is just a fool. That was great. That was a good bit of TV. But that doesn't even count as nudity, does it? That's like not. It, when when is it nudity? When is a boob nudity? Do you have to be able to see nipple? Exposed nipple. Oh, absolutely. That's what, what it is. If, it's the nipple. What if, uh, you nipple. what if you see none of the boob meat? It's just like a big screen. Like when John Cena poked his head through the wall. What if it's just a big screen with a tiny little circle cut out and somebody's nip is through it? Is that nudity? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's kind of funny tangentially related. Uh, there's an Instagram account that, so Instagram has a rule against no nudity. And that, or they have a, a no nudity rule, and it, it basically is very extreme, like no nipples or no female nipples. So there's an Instagram account that posts pictures of topless nude females, and it photoshops male nipples on top of the female nipples. Which and is that's another their, yeah, that's a question I've had for a their, long time. Like that's their whole gimmick is like saying, hey, we photoshopped male nipples, which are perfectly fine on Instagram on top of these female nipples and the rest of the boob is fine on Instagram. It's just the nipple. So if the female nipple is being covered up with a male nipple, it's good to go. That's in my opinion, that's genius. And that should totally be allowed. Oh, it's a perfect protest to a a completely stupid rule. I love 
Now, the next uh, obvious logical question is the banana hammock. Uh, very, very tight and form-fitting banana hammocks. At what point is it nudity? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you can get a full sleeve for the member and the twins. So, <laughs> is that nudity? Because you can't actually see skin. You're just seeing the whole form and its glory. I don't think that's nudity. I think that's fine. That should be allowed on TV. That should be on Saturday morning cartoons. That's fine. The, <laughs> the way that Japan defines it is if you can see clearly details of the member, then it is it is nudity, and they will block. Well, I mean, first of all, it's fascinating that you know the Japanese rules about this. We'll get into that later, I'm sure. <laughs> Second, uh, details, like, does that mean that, you know, like, uh, you can't have one smooth... If, if the sheath for the member isn't ex exactly smooth, and you have, like, a little rim where you can tell where the head of the, of the dick is, is that, like, a detail that they have to block out with that one black bar? Yes. Well, have you ever seen where they have, like, the multiple black bars? Yes. Yeah, it's like, the, one of them's covering up a wrinkle in the dick, one of them's covering up, like, where the foreskin connects to the shaft, one of them's covering up the tip. It's, like, so ridiculous. Like, and for a country of, I mean, let's be honest, f filthy freaks that <laughs> Japanese people are sexually, <laughs> the fact that they are that prude about nudity is absurd. Well, that's what happens. I mean, you say sexual, sexual deviance and the like. Yeah, well, that's a natural reaction to such a conformist society. I completely understand that, and I support it. Well, like, well, there's an argument that the reason for the sexual deviancy is because of the repress, uh, trying to repress pornography. Because, like, you want to know why tentacle porn's a thing? Because you don't got to censor a tentacle. It's a good point. That's an excellent point. I'm glad that we're discussing this. So is Gobi. Yes, yes, Sam. I'm sure I am. Hey, not... These are real social issues. That's true. All right. I'm... So the the form they, fitting they in a hammock should be perfectly fine on American television. Actually, um, I think wasn't there an episode of Parks and Rec where Chris Pratt was in a banana hammock? If so, Probably. I haven't come across it yet. I'm okay, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was a thing. I'm scared was to Borat Google that. Ever aired on TV? <laughs> and if it didn't, like, the question wears, is, like, how did whole, you see it? He wears like a whole body thong. A whole body thong. You don't know what a body thong is? No, no, I'm I'm okay with not. Either I, I have a feeling I, it's not something I need to know about at this moment in time in my life, or maybe ever. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, imagine a thong where instead of the straps going around your hips, they go all the way up over your shoulders. You will definitely know it from one of the, uh, the Borat movie. Oh, yes. Borat has a neon green one of those. Yes. So, funny story uh, about the Borat movie. When he sang the national anthem at that rodeo, that was actually in the town that I'm from. And you want to talk really? about him? Oh my god, dude, he got chased out of town. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, that, actually, that was the thing with most of Sasha Baron Cohen's movies when he does that, the, the gimmick stuff, people are unaware that it's a gimmick when it's happening. He must have some incredible just lawyers. Couple, just a couple of weeks ago on Reddit, there was a, a clip popped up of an actual news broadcast from the town where they were talking, like, it was a, a, a local news article. Like, like, it, it was, like, like, a local news topic where, like, the local news did a video of it, was talking about it before anybody knew that it was a movie, before anybody knew that it was a character. Like, they were literally, they, they were seriously talking about it on the news, like, you know, this foreign person from Kazakhstan is greatly offended, you know, all these people. 
at this rodeo. It was actually pretty damn funny to see. I can't find any images of Chris Pratt in a banana hammock. I'm not sure whether or not to be disappointed. <laughs> That's okay, Goey. We know you're giving technical support to one of the GS members in chat. Uh, shout out to Nighthawk, who just got a, a new PC. Yeah, well, he just got it put together. He apparently has had the parts for a while now, since, like, Christmas, and just now got to putting it apart, or putting it together. Yeah. Because he's a fucking slacker. It's a very yeah, and, fun uh, movie. And uh, Bomb Tank uh, just got his PC built tonight and loaded into Windows, and he just got in the Division 2 as well. Cool. And silence. Uh, yeah, and we canceled the roundtable for the night, so I think, uh, I think we'll just call it a night, guys. And... All right, if, we're, if we're not doing a roundtable, I'm going to say that uh, everybody should go to uh, look up on Google Folding at Home, and it's a website that you can uh, sign up and download a program that will use your computer as part of a distributed network to help, uh, it actually helps to analyze uh, proteins of various viruses and diseases. And it's like, you do stuff like help cure cancer, and AIDS, and do Alzheimer's research. And they're currently doing a large project on uh, COVID. And uh, I put a post in the PC general chat on the Gunslingers Discord. So everybody should hop in there. If you got some spare uh, computer cycles, uh, you know, anytime your computer's on downtime, uh, it'll use your CPU and your GPU to help uh, actually fight everything that's that's going on right now. It's going to help doctors and scientists figure out new uh, methods of treatment. Um, so, yeah, everybody uh, who has the uh, CPU or GPU cycles to spare, hop on and get on it. Coronavirus. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I want to thank you guys all for coming out and uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Wash your hands. Coronavirus. Wash your hands, you nasty. Very vigorous. Vigorous coronavirus. <laughs>